you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friends all. My name's Dustin Ross, and I'm here with the news that you can use. This past Monday, fans, friends, and family paid their respects to our dearly departed NBA legend Kobe Bryant with a memorial at the Los Angeles Staples Center. Thousands gathered in attendance, and this solidarity extended out into the parking lot entry gate, where former black Amarosa Manigault was met with a gate agent who refused to raise the vehicle entry arm, in fact informing Amarosa that she, quote, wish she would. Item two. Former television series Reno 911 is being rebooted on the Quibi streaming app. And we will all be watching this time due to the government mandated law that, quote, nobody better not say nothing about Niecy Nash. We fuck with her now. We, yes. So we now, will be that yeah. Wait, but is now, that true, though? Like, hell yeah, it's coming back for real. Yo, and we watch Quibi. Yeah. You think, let me tell Their you. I'm doing it. Is... I'm doing it. Watch just how the Reno 911 ratings be this time. Just for Nisi. After Claws. Why, okay, why? Just we watch for it for Nisi. And shout out to our homegirl, Shannon Boudram, who has a show on Quibi. Ooh. Clap, clap for that. <laughs> Ain't that huge? Yeah, yes. I do mean clap. Y'all watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, number three. <laughs> Finally. Boxer Deontay Wilder is cleaning house after his loss on Saturday night to Tyson Fury. Wilder is mad at his assistant trainer, Mark Breland, for throwing in the towel too early and suggested that Breland will no longer be part of the team on fight night. Breland, however, has issued a statement responding with, quote, girl, you can't whip my ass, though, end quote. <laughs> with that being said, I'd like to welcome everyone to the Prince Home, your weekly look for all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because we want some musty brain. I know I don't. Oh Speak my for God. you both. Y'all don't either. Hello, everyone. Either. Hello, all. And Fran, most importantly, how are you doing? He's doing too much. You just started and you're doing so much. I from need the, it. I need all the energy today. From the way he reported <laughs> and then ran it back into the... Y'all don't either. Like, yeah, just, I don't either. It's, like, a, it's a clean sweep, okay? A street sweeper around this motherfucker. It's clean. Woo! Hey, y'all. Hi, guys. What's going on? What's good in the neighborhood? I have to admit to the <laughs> listeners my apologies, but I am pure molasses today. Okay. I'm going to try to push through. Black. But if my energy's a little low, forgive me. Right. So we, in other words, what she's saying is don't be saying shit in the comments about her energy being <laughs> low this week. Well, I know they and won't. And if you do, it's all fuck love y'all. Around here. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
End quote. <laughs> okay, so you know, I actually got a black ass business I was this just week. Gonna mm-hmm. say. How black see, I'm is trying it? to spare you. See what I mean? Thank you, I want thank you to rest. You. I appreciate that. Yes. How black is it? It is extremely black. In fact, <laughs> it's about Brooklyn. So hey, uh, Brooklyn. My dear friend Caroline reached out to me in support of her partner, uh, Chris Durosimi's campaign for city council in District 37 in Brooklyn. That is so cool to me. Super right. cool, right? I just love to, when people do that. I mean, like to dedicate your life to making Brooklyn better yeah, and man. blacker. I'm in. Amen. So it's District 37 in Brooklyn. Uh, election date is actually April 28th, and they are definitely in need of support and donations to further this campaign. I'm familiar with Chris and his platforms, his principles. The things that are important to him about Brooklyn are the things that are important to most people I know who love Brooklyn. And so I think he's a good guy to, to kind of fill that seat. So they're asking for donations and or support. There's lots of ways that you can participate. Uh, Chris is Brooklyn born and raised. He's from Brownsville, so he knows that community first hand and the issues that they face so you can learn all the more uh important details about his campaign and more importantly how you can get involved at chrisforbrooklyn.com sit really simple just Easy. c-h-r-i-s for brooklyn f-o-r not the number ghetto <laughs> chris f-o-r brooklyn.com that's it you guys you gotta let people know i think we got a bonus a though no we got a bonus <laughs> We do have a bonus. We are very excited and proud to congratulate our favorite, Dr. Joy. Yes. Yes. Come on, Dr. Joy. (laughs) Of Therapy for Black Girls on her newest role as, are y'all ready for this? Please give it to us. Resident psychologist for Oprah Magazine. Wow. Let me tell you one damn thing, okay? (laughs) You know, you got the, it's for your application to clear at own. Okay. And own magazine, baby. Okay. Go ahead, Dr. Like George. the resident psychologist. Can not, y'all even Not just do, one of them. Not the. just one of them. The. <laughs> Wow. So in this role, Dr. Joy will be writing a column covering mental health topics of interest to readers. Her first column can be found in the March 2020 issue, which means y'all can go grab that. And it's all about protecting your mental health while working in an open office environment. Remember, we have a column on Spotify with Mm. Dr. Joy. Ding, ding, ding. Mm, mm, So mm. be sure to grab your copy and check it out. And Dr. Joy, we love you. We We are so excited for you. We're so proud of you. Couldn't be more deserving. Can we to be on TV so I hope this kind of just opens that up come on Oprah we need to go talk to Oprah and be on our Anita Baker shit (laughs) we need to tell Oprah you bring me (laughs) joy oh my god that should be her theme song you bring me joy (laughs) that would be so cute everybody tweet Oprah (laughs) (laughs) sound like Nesta Benita the writing job okay okay So that's our bonus for today. Shout out to Dr. Joy. Yes. So are you guys ready for the recap segment? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, before we do that, do you have any special announcements people need to know? Um, it, No, but it's Black History Month, so I think that everybody needs to just... what a month just, it's been. Yeah, for the rest of the days of the month, I think everybody should have the general, you know, just spirit and consensus to... Not play. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think just don't play for the rest period. of Black, Black History Month, you know? Shit. Ain't no shit. And that's on period. Amen. 
Um, shout out to Huffington Post. Earlier this month, I did um, uh, Black History Month. Uh, yes, for saying it in the beginning of the oh. episode and not at the end. <laughs> you know, right. I just you know I'm humble. I just be, no, no, no. I just kind of do stuff and just like you doing can be it humble. And being, mm-hmm. We'll be, uh... but you still gotta. Um, But yeah, no, just shout out to the team over at Huffington Post, uh, specifically Jahan Jones. He put together the Hair Museum and he's asked me to do this event with him. So if you're listening the day of the show, the day this episode is being put out and you're in Brooklyn, they're doing um, HuffPost is doing a presentation along with Ethel's Club and it's called We Belong Here Conversations About Black Politics Hair and Identity What? It's supported mm-hmm. by Head and Shoulders Royal Oils Okay mm-hmm. and That's the black kind Okay <laughs> and also the gold series from Pantene From Pantene <laughs> Yes Oh my we god We love a gold package yeah, We do We do mm-hmm. So I was all like Ooh okay This is you know, <laughs> Um, But anyway it's That's Wednesday February 26th You know today If you listen to this episode and that's going to be at Ethel's Club which is 315 Messerol Street in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to my social media or at Hayasante on Instagram or at Hayasante on Twitter. That way you can get the address and the things like that if you need it and the link to the actual event. But um, it's on Huff- Huffington Post uh, website, but I'm going to get you the link. And, and I'll it- post the link on yeah. the tw- mm-hmm. our friends on Twitter and oh on the God, SoundCloud yeah, and everything. So and the That's Facebook. Right. You know? Oh my God, yeah, you link so in bio. Everywhere. Yeah. Come out, support um, a lot of people. Shout out to everybody that reached out to Jahan. He said that people were actually coming up to him telling him that they got, were getting traffic from the friend zone and Ooh. how much right. they're related. And you know, you it's, know how we do. Well, you know how we do, and it's so, it's so relatable. It's on our back, you know, especially talking about hair and presentation and things of that nature at work and being microaggressed. I feel like these were all and things. Micro braids. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Why aggression? They just braids. So I feel like this spoke highly. Um, it was really in my back, but I'm going to be on a panel with Aaron Evans, Taryn Finley, Tanisha Ford, Jahan Jones. I know Taryn Finley. You know Taryn. Tearing it up out there. Um, Phil Lewis, Lydia Paul Green, and. Janelle B. Stewart and there's a cute little photo Janelle, of me. Janelle, I know Janelle yeah, too. See, see, you know, shout out. Yeah, shout out to everybody. So it's gonna be a cool little Wednesday night. Can't wait for that. That's all I got. And Janelle I'm listens to the show yeah. too. So oh, sh- hey, Janelle. hey Janelle, girl, <laughs> we gonna have fun, girl. Yes, tell her I sent you. <laughs> yeah, okay, we gonna have fun. So you ready for the recap? Yes, let's recap it up. So last week's episode, which might I add, was uh, pretty incredible. And expensive. Expensive <laughs> titled Many Drops of Water featuring the budget, the budgetista. Tiffanista. Shout out to Tiffany Alice. So I love that she jumped in the SoundCloud comments and was going back and forth with people. I was like, she's just yes. so, she just gets it. Yes. She gets it. She's so amazing. did anyone stand out to you, Asante? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Reginald. Uh, you know, the subject in the email. And again, you can always email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Uh, The subject is negotiations. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say thank you for this episode. To get to the point, there was one thing that you all discussed about negotiating your debt. Recently, I learned that you're able to negotiate your debt with the debt collectors. Uh, To give a short story, I owed $1,600 to my apartment from past due rent that accumulated over a year ago, which went to collections. I'm now in a better position to pay them. So I called a few weeks ago to negotiate the price, and they took 30% off that bill. Mm. Thank God for Jesus. So I just wanted to share that (laughs) testimony. (laughs) It was cut dry to the point, and it was important. You know, if you're in debt, sometimes, you you know, you're going to reach that cap where if you call, they're just going to take some off. 
off just to get you to pay something. Something. But you got to talk to them because the longer you wait, the more they're just going to keep tagging on. So shout out to you, Reginald, for taking your life back. Hopefully the rest of y'all can do the same. I would like to continue to do this as well. Fran, what did you find out there in those SoundCloud streets? So A. Travis once said, in my 20s, I was very good with my money, but in my 30s, life hit me hard. And Ooh. I feel like I am drowning in debt. This episode gives me hope that I can finally come afloat again. Thank you so much. And then Bajanista <laughs> tells her, you come can on. do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she tells her, I promise. So I just love that. Just the energy, the conversations. Um I actually didn't explain what last week's episode was. Like I said, molasses. (laughs) (laughs) Last week's episode, we were joined by the one and only Tiffany Aliche to answer all of your financial questions and concerns because she is the making money moves woman. That's right. She is a financial literacy expert who has blessed us once before. And I even think last week's episode was just as good, if not better. Yes. Because she was a little concerned. Like, I hope it's not repeats. I'm like, we'll figure it out. It was... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just, it was a definitely a richer episode. Right? Than last. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, so rich and kind <laughs> I think what helped was asking the community for their questions. So mm-hmm. that way it was a very efficient episode, which I like. And, you know, it's always easy with her because she's such a wealth of information. And so, so passionate. Nothing repeated. I feel like she had a whole nother set of fresh like things to provide to us. And yeah. I think that's dope that she's going to have that every time you talk to her. Yeah. Even in the comments. Right? And shout out to her book, too. Yes, happy birthday, Molly Moore, which is nine. I think it's like almost 90% funded. Oh, yeah, man. Nice. So that means a lot of the friend zone listeners, you guys donated, which is incredible. So I'll post that link again and let's keep supporting. Yeah, because I mean, she is on it. She's very on it. So, Dustin, what did you find in the Twitter streets? Um, In addition to all of the praise and love that we got for (laughs) our girl (laughs) Tiffany, the budget Nista, there were some tweets that struck me. You know, that made me laugh. <laughs> One of them goes to my homeboy, the author and writer, extraordinary, extraordinaire, <laughs> not extraordinary. Well, he's extraordinary, but extraordinary. <laughs> George M. Johnson. Hey, His Twitter George. is at I am G M Johnson. Uh, and he quoted a tweet from Phil Lewis that said, remember the time that Nina Simone said she almost killed a man for not paying her. And it was accompanied with a video clip of Nina Simone in an interview saying how someone, a record company, owed her some money and she basically ran up on them with a gun (laughs) and was going to take them out, but somebody stopped her from doing it because she wanted her damn money. And at the time, you know what I mean? A black woman going to, you know, (laughs) pulling a gat, getting the gat. Right. You know, it's a whole bunch of white (laughs) niggas that owed her money. That was revolutionary. So George (laughs) quoted that tweet saying, Nina, run your pocket, Simone. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I okay. love that video. <laughs> the second tweet that I want to give a shout, uh, a quick note, not to rather, was um, fan account at Bardi Updates with two S's who uh, shared a video clip of Cardi B defending Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union um, and their love and public support of their daughter, Zaya, um, on Instagram Live. Cardi did a little uh, chit-chat with her fans where she really broke down in plain English, you know, some of the things that she, that were, you know, noteworthy and relevant about related to their family and this public 
backlash and wave of bullshit that's come since they've just mm-hmm. loved their kid in public. So interesting. I ain't going to tell you what she <laughs> said. You can look it up. And the last one that I want to highlight goes out to um, a friend of mine named Jordana. Her Twitter account uh, is at Jordana Jux, J-O-R-D-A-N-A-J-U-X. And she tweeted this way. This is my girl, y'all. Listen to what she tweeted. <laughs> she tweeted. <laughs> You're laughing already. I'm terrified. Imagine going through the trouble of setting up a seance and the Ouija board spells I M C O M I N G T O Y O U A S A W O M A N. I'm coming to you oh as my. a woman. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> what? Why did that out? <laughs> she said, shaking my head, I'd be sick. That's like, that's my girl, y'all. Shout out to Jordana. Y'all look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the damn Ouija yeah. boys fell out. I'm coming to you as a woman. <laughs> that girl's got to let it go. <laughs> Even in that, you told somebody, I mean, never get over, okay? I told y'all, dying with your fist balled up. God you know it's some shit I ain't never gonna let go. They better not leave the letters up to me. That's all I know. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'll be telling niggas I ain't shit. forgot. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I want my shirt back. All that kind of shit. So much shit. Oh my I remember god, how you'd you be did such me. a troll ghost. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> if you pass before me, don't oh troll. I will let you know in kind ways that I was there. Like, I will fold your blanket up a certain way. You know, I make mean? you lean it off the corner of it. You know I was there to keep you warm. Other people, friend, I'm knocking cereal spoons out their hands. I'm taking shit out the refrigerator and just throwing it across the room. I can't wait. Oh. I cannot wait. Can I tell a really creepy story? Yes, you can. So my aunt, yes. my aunt, we knew she was passing, right? So uh-huh. she was really young. She was only her early 20s. And um, she used to joke and say that after she passed, she was going to, like, scratch me in my sleep. And I, I used to be like, don't do that, you know? <laughs> so after she passed, oh, friend, no. I would wake up with a ton of little scratches on my arm. And I would show my mom and be like, yo, she was not kidding. And it was like a little thing between us, you know, where like mm-hmm. she, you know, it wasn't like she abused me in my sleep. It was like little teeny scratches, but. She literally would joke about that. And the fact that she really did it. Wow. Like, you got to chill out. Well, friend, I, you know, it just begs the question. <laughs> you know, was y'all on good terms when she passed? Friend? Yeah, like, was y'all no, into it? Or, no, you know? it was like, I was little. So it was her way well, of I being kids, cutesy. I don't, you know, I <laughs> so don't see it for Some kids with bad vibes. Yeah. No, no, no. It was, she was like a jokester, yeah, yeah, kind of like you. you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was like her way of being like, I'm going to remind you I'm here, but in a playful way, like I'm going to scratch you, you Bless know? Bless her heart. She, got, she could just leave me cookies and milk or something. She ain't got to scratch me. <laughs> she did it for a long time, too. And then finally when it stopped, it made me wonder, like, she make she, peace? Yeah, like, did she finally let go? Or was it a thing where she was like, let me stop bothering Well, you know, girl. shorter nails are in now. So she probably don't wear that you tip. Don't she don't wear that no French more. tip no more. <laughs> yeah. But I say all that to say... Dustin, just be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, wait to start flipping peace. mattresses. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Y'all know yeah. I was sick about right. that. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke, man. That's fucked up. I Terrible. was sick about it. Like, I don't. I didn't even personally know him like that to that extent. Yeah. You know, we yeah. had mutuals, but it's just like, whoo. And to be so young and so... Um, on the brink of literal superstardom, right. you know what I mean? Man. And to be to have your life taken away from you, it's just fucked up, man. And God bless his family. That's man. terrible. I also want to say, I really that I hit that hit me hard. 
It hit me hard too. Yeah. And even in death, he leaves behind some inspiration because did y'all see all them Instagram posts? It was, was like, good. yeah, it was like, shout out to, so I guess it's another tweet. All I saw was on Twitter, people being like, damn, Pop Smoke had My boy Remy, y'all know um, Remy Duran? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so Remy tweeted like, uh, shout out to you, Remy. Remy tweeted like, all I know is my Instagram better be lit like this when I pass. And it was like four different girls. like no, it was seven. Selfie, see? With selfies damn. like, I just remember our conversations when we were such and such. And I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Special connection. Let me make an announcement. So, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening today? Y'all know who I'm talking to. Y'all better shut that up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't write me no posts. Don't just none of that. Because you never know. You never know who's going to match you. Right. <laughs> I keep my things private in real life, and I like that in the afterlife, too. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. I'm just saying. No, but that really made me laugh, though. Like, all jokes aside, because there's nothing funny about it, but the mm-hmm. fact that he had seven mm-hmm. <laughs> different girlfriends. Wow. But they all looked happy. And fulfilled. And fulfilled. Cups full. Videos. Everyone's smiling. And it was all real. What can you say? It was all real, genuine connections. Love to see it. <laughs> so shout out to you, Pop Smoke. Job well done. Tribe, gang, yep. gang. Wow. <laughs> so, That's beautiful. for you. Right? <laughs> okay. So yeah. Dustin is taking over today's episode. That's right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Fran called me and said, hey. Aunt Jemima. I said, okay, girl, I got you. <laughs> Molasses, goddammit. Oh, man. It's but yeah, it's time week. to switch things up and do things differently this week. Um, um, there's been so much going on that I felt I saw a recurring theme <laughs> in and I had a totally, this happens every time it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. I'll come in and I say, I had a totally different discussion plan for us, but then this happened. So here we are again in familiar territory. So it's been no secret that there's been a huge conversation surrounding this new Netflix series, Love is Blind, oh, right? Oh, shit. I didn't know you were talking about Okay. <laughs> well, Did you finish it? Well, no. Well, I finished well, enough of it. As far as you can go, yeah. I finished oh, no, enough of it. It's not done. Oh, that's tomorrow? Is the rest of them? I actually don't know when it comes back. It's tomorrow, Gray. But I... Uh, <laughs> who I loved, by the way. I feel like we've done this before. Never, I'll, I'll but, so there's been a huge conversation um, surrounding the show, and more specifically surrounding the storyline um, with Carlton Morton. Carlton is a personal Hi, friend Carlton. of mine. Carlton yeah. and Diamond. Carlton, Hi, Carlton and Diamond. It's been really sensational. There's been so many people talking about it. Everybody keeps tweeting me, asking me about it's it. It's awkward, right? Because I'm like, yeah. he's very nice. He's, I don't and know. that's the thing. So I, what I will say is this, right? <laughs> Without going too far into this, because this conversation really isn't about that. Right. But mm-hmm. it starts there. Um, and so Carlton is a close personal friend of mine. I love Carlton yeah. and that's my boy. And I'm so excited that, you know, whatever the conversation is that's surrounding him, I'm so glad that the conversation is surrounding him because I know him and I know all the good shit that he has to offer the world. Mm-hmm talents that people haven't even seen and don't even know that he has yet and so I'm so glad that he's in a position where he his voice can be heard by many many more people and he has opportunity to really share his talents with the world so I'm happy to see him um, being talked about I love that and I'm glad that my friend has this a new opportunity at, at life Yeah. Um, but there's been a huge conversation surrounding that and surrounding him and Diamond and as we all know um, Carlton revealed himself as bisexual on the show and he told uh his then fiance 
uh, after they had agreed to get married. But even though he hadn't told her that before they asked to marry each other, he they hadn't even seen each other before they asked to marry each other. So it just gets kind of tricky there. But so that situation was going on, huge conversation going on surrounding that as far as whether Carlton was obligated to share those things with her right. before they progressed in different stages of closeness in their relationship. Then on Sunday, um, watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta, another one of my friends, <laughs> Cynthia Bailey, is on TV having a kind of, you know, spirited discussion with her fiancé, Mike Hill. He's coming out with a memoir called Open Mike, cute play on words, right? Just about his career and his life. And in it, in the synopsis and in the intro that she read in the manuscript, he shared that he hadn't been uh, faithful to any of his wives or girlfriends. He's previously been married and also in serious long-term relationships. And he had not been faithful to either one of those people um, in either one of those situations. And Cynthia kind of felt a little uneasy about that. And then she also found out that a lot of his close, now platonic female, well, first she discovered that a lot of his platonic fans, friends were female mm-hmm. and that he did have some history, maybe a date here or there, maybe a kiss with some of them, but clearly like they just cool now or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's something that she had to deal with. So as I'm sitting here, I'm I'm listening to all these conversations and I'm seeing that it's all rooted in this recurring theme of like transparency in relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. And how much of yourself do you need to disclose to people that you enter into relationship with, whether this is a platonic relationship, a romantic relationship, um, even as adults, like your family relationships, you know, you're still two adults meeting in that space. So how much of yourself do you think it's appropriate like to share? share right so i started looking all this stuff up and i found this study um come on study on, <laughs> he's so silly <laughs> on psychology <laughs> today Uh-oh. um Ooh, yeah <laughs> it's from douglas labier who's a phd and he's a psychoanalytic psychotherapist a business psychologist and a writer and he's also the director of the center of Pro- progressive development right so I think the motherfucker know what he's talking about. <laughs> so he did a study, and in the study, um, there were two key points that he focused on, and he asked the question, is radical transparency the key to relationship success, right? Mm. So radical transparency, according to him, has two parts. The first part is being open and revealing uh, about yourself to your partner. And so he said that this would include letting go of inhibitions or defensive feelings that you might be harboring about what you have not revealed, but also acknowledging your reluctance to do so. So before we get to part two, right, in this radical transparency, how do you guys feel about that? Like, all these conversations are going on about how much of yourself you need to reveal to your partner, and I think that this definitely bleeds over into other relationships in your life. We've been working together every week for the past damn near five years. So at a certain point, we got to be clear with each other. You know what I'm saying? So how do you guys personally police your behavior when it comes to transparency and how much do you feel like you have to be transparent in the relationships in your life currently and we'll start with you Asante because you because you dating damn <laughs> am I dating you dating am I? we read your tweets come on <laughs> we read your tweets can you call that dating um <clears throat> I struggle because I want to say I'm of the belief that I love radical transparency. Like, I just want us to get to the bullshit if there is bullshit as quickly as possible so we can decide if this is what we want or if this is what we don't want. So, like, not to say I'm going to lead with the bad stuff, but if... um, 
kind of like when you have to do something, just like a random aside, like kind of if you have to make a decision, you don't want to um, make it brash. You kind of want to put some thought into it of some sort, make it educated. So when I think of what I would want to do in a situation where it's radical honesty, I don't ever want to be like, I don't ever want to put too much pressure on what I have to say or feel about someone. So if I have to say something to you and if I feel like, you know, it's going to be on my conscience and my spirit, I'm going to say it. But I don't feel like everyone can reciprocate that because they may not necessarily have those feelings, if you will. But we ain't talking about everybody reciprocating it. We talking about just well, I'm talking your about reciprocating. Portion. Well, I'm saying I'm <laughs> saying that to say it's hard to to want to do that because in certain situations, I don't know if that's going to be reciprocated. But you can't so worry all, about that part. We just talking about your willingness to be radically transparent without the promise of any reciprocation, without the promise of them even pre- behaving the same way. If you decide to invest yourself into a relationship with someone, be it platonic, be it ro- definitely be a romantic since we know you're doing that right now in your life. <laughs> but you know, you know, you're genuine about <laughs> and shit <laughs> so how do you like what are you all in what is all in like what's up without wow. you can't be worrying about whether it's reciprocal to, I don't right. know how to not be brash right now but pretty much I'm always all in like I, I'm always very upfront. I'm all this is gonna sound so terrible I'm always like I'm a nigga I like having fun and I like that's just, not terrible. I wish somebody would just tell me that. When I tell you, but I like when I, I tell people this up front, <laughs> just because I don't want us to do this weird thing where we are liking each other and then we think it's more than it actually is. So I'm always very upfront because we can like each other and do all the relationship like things in the world, but I'm still always a free agent. Like I feel like that's just where I'm at. And when I'm radically honest about that, like that's my radical honesty. Cause I feel like I don't, I don't know if that's even rooted in like fear of some sort, like, you know, of me not trusting other people. So I just decide I'm going to be a hoe until I can find somebody that I feel like we can be honest about either uh, wanting to be a hoe or whatever our sexual traumas are or whatever it is that leads us back to why we can't necessarily commit or what we would need to do in order to commit. So my radical honesty just really rests in that. Like, I'm always very upfront by if you like me and I like you, this is what you like. And if this is not what you like, then we need to stop. So what about when it comes to personal matters for you? Like, fuck the relationship, like you and mm. them, per- matters re- pertaining to the relationship. What about things about you that you feel like may not be um, the most palatable for anyone that you're in relationship with? Like, how much of the real Asante do you put out there in these relationships? Personally, on the professionally. <laughs> and? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means that means the A was an ampersand. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my goodness. We're playing Jeopardy right now. What's going on? Okay. Um, damn. You gave me a lot there. Um, be transparent. <laughs> it's a, it's something though. Like, and, and not to cut you off, but the fact that you're experiencing that moment of pause, I think, is really indicative of the answer, right? Mm-hmm. It is something that you have to a be prepared for. And when I say it, I mean being radically transparent and present in your relationships. It is a risky thing because right. you do run the risk of people responding or reacting to whatever you present as your mm-hmm. actual authentic self or feelings or opinion about something the reason that it gives you it makes you you know i guess apprehensive to share that or to be that way not right now in this question Mm -hmm. but to be that way with people is because there's a space there for somebody to react and you don't want to be a disappointing to someone else be less desirable to someone who may have said that you were desirable to them you know and i also hesitate because i'm impulsive too so Mm -hmm. like 
sometimes I'll say things before, and this is like personal relationship, whatever. Like sometimes I'll say things before even like really thinking it through. Like I'm kind of, I think confused on whether it's like a flow of consciousness in that moment or if it's just like auto driving, autopilot while I'm. But that flow of consciousness is only once a month, right? That's, oh my god! I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Do. I can't. Um, <laughs> Tampax pearl. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Not the pearl. Jeez. Um, no, and I also hes- I hesitate and say that I'm impulsive because I feel like there's always that moment where I want to just, like if I have like anxiety about something, mm-hmm. my impulsiveness just says, not necessarily react, but re- react. Like it just it just says go. So like if I'm, I'm met with like resistance or like I feel like, okay, so I'm going to be radically honest with you, Dustin, mm-hmm. on this here show. Mm-hmm. I have terrible feet. Mm-hmm. Terrible feet? Yes. Mm-hmm. What does terrible. that mean? So this was going to be an example. Let's say you're kicking it with somebody. <laughs> and not necessarily... You're kicking it. <laughs> Looks like you've been doing too much of that. <laughs> you got terrible feet. So this is what I'm trying to tell you now. So like, let's say somebody, they like feet or they taking their socks off and mm-hmm. they look at you and they go, why you don't take your socks off? Do you cutely say... Oh, uh, like, do you lie in that moment or do you just say straight? Like, because for me, my radical honesty is going to say, oh, nah, bro, you don't want to see that. Like, that's just what I do. Yeah. But I feel like there are moments like in this same situation or a similar situation where I might decide like, oh, well, you know, I was just about to run to the deli right quick. So I'm about to put my shoes back on anyway, you know, as opposed to just, you know, getting it out there, out the way right then and there, like making something up to prolong it. I like to just rip the Band-Aid off. And so my impulsiveness is always like, just go with what you know and finesse it somehow. So that's my like, like radically like me, what I do. And that's why I hesitate when I, to answer because mm-hmm. I know that's impulsive and sometimes it doesn't work out the best. It's not the best solution in all situations. What happened? You got kicked out? <laughs> he was they at, gave you the boot? He was <laughs> at my crib, okay? And you told he, him to step off. <laughs> Oh it's pretty feet. No, I'm just playing. They weren't that pretty, no one. Okay, well, fuck that <laughs> no, shit. But no, I, I think that's dope that I guess you even entertain the thought of being honest because there's some motherfuckers would just lie, period, and be like, oh, I just got these socks, you know, they're comfortable or something like that. Right. Instead of just saying like, yo, I like to keep my feet covered because I don't think they like the prettiest. And see, that's the thing. I always think about little things like that and how I have to tell the truth because I don't want to well, bullshit later. little things snowball into bigger things. Like bunions. <laughs> I knew this was going to come back around today. <laughs> I was not setting you up for a joke. <laughs> you were you ain't know it because the minute that you said it, I was no, like. No, you know what it reminds me? I feel like I've shared this on the show before. Um, I had this person that I started dating, and I noticed anytime I would be at his house if I was staying over, um, after we'd eat dinner and we'd be chilling, he'd always have to go water the plants. Like he had like plants on the roof, but it was always at the same time. And I was like, does he really water these plants every night? <laughs> you on schedule. And then time passed, and I had to say something because I just was like, this is just like no one waters their plants every day. <laughs> At the same time. And he finally admitted to me that he was scared to poop in front of me. <laughs> a good man, Savannah. <laughs> and then he man. was pretending to water these plants every day <laughs> on the rooftop. Um, but he was really just going next door to the shop and like pooping and then coming back. Isn't that insane? No. <laughs> I thought it was because I'm like, you made your, your schedule so much more complicated. <laughs> 
than it needed to be. You could have enjoyed you your meal. easily, <laughs> That's the thing. You wouldn't have never wanted to eat around that motherfucker again because every time y'all sat down to break bread, you'd have thought about him breaking wind and you would have been no, over No, but we it. made it a thing that I was playing guitar while he pooped. <laughs> I was like, let's make this easy. Not shitty strings. <laughs> <laughs> Not shitting strings, friend. Damn, I bro. I sat on the floor in the living room and played guitar so he, would, so he wouldn't be paranoid about what I was hearing. You know what I mean? Strumming I was like, my pain with this <laughs> Wiping your ass with your hand. Oh, my God. But I do think wow. it's funny how even in the smallest details, mm-hmm. people can start those habits of, like, not feeling comfortable being fully transparent. I'm, that's probably one area where I'm not fully transparent. You're there. not there yet either? I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's there. I don't. I don't. You know you're, me, So what do you do when you and a person are spending a weekend in a hotel together? You go to the, the lobby, lobby. You go Stop to it, the lobby. You, you do time not go it, to the you lobby. Yes, you send the motherfucker on an errand. You know what I'm saying? What Whatever. if you really have to Pretend use it? To hot box. Then you figure it out. It's just a roach blunt. It's not enough for both of us, and I'm hotboxing in here. You just got to figure it <laughs> out and then be mature. And, like, say, say you do have to use the bathroom, right? Yeah. And then you obviously smell it or whatever. <laughs> After this, you just got to be mature and ignore it. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. But that's, no, it's that's true. the truth. I don't, I don't like See, all that. See, humor is my saving grace. Me too. You just got to crack a joke and be like, woo, do not go in there or whatever. <laughs> oh, like, look at that thing. He's covering his And I'll be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> and I'm never coming back again. Like, I cannot do I'm like, it. Listen, uh, there's water on the floor in the bathroom. Um, it's going to be out of commission for like 10, 15 yeah. minutes. So. <laughs> Look at They're literally sitting here cringing. That is so nasty. That is so funny. I don't play that shit. The only thing I don't do... <laughs> I'm not into the, you know, the couples that are like pass gas around each other. That I think that's so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> I've never Ooh. gotten there, so I think that might be Ooh. a little too edgy. Can you mean. imagine? I don't even do that around y'all. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine? I would be so y'all would be, I would be so, so mad is that at y'all. Beyond your radical <laughs> transparency. Yes. <laughs> To me, that is so disrespectful. Like, the only people but I But some would, people find that, like, that means we have nothing to hide. Me and my brother do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Like, that's like, that's a me and my brother thing. I don't, that's, that's way too personal. Like, oh, my God. And it's also so fucking disrespectful. I got to smell your rotten egg smelling ass. Locker room, bench, seat, it, foot, shoe, insert, smelling ass, funky, oh. bad diet, having ass. I got to smell that because we close. Oh, I my me God. think not. <laughs> <laughs> I quit and I'm out of this relationship. Oh Don't you fire around me, God damn it. <laughs> anyway, so, Fran, I guess you just let us know how you feel about <laughs> being open and well, revealing you know me. To I'm an open yeah. book. So mm-hmm. You've me. mastered it, though, Fran. You could fuck around and poot around a motherfucker and make it cute and like how would that be natural cute? I don't know first natural? of all I probably wouldn't stink cause she eat <laughs> so healthily you know what I'm saying so she didn't clean all that out by now it's just air moving through <laughs> like, like, all, does it smell like sweet greens in here to you you think it was that damn diffuser <laughs> it's <a> quinoa yeah. <laughs> no it is not quinoa but I would I just that's edgy oh. for me but as far as I'm friend do you want a man <laughs> farting around you I know this is a totally disgusting turn that yeah, we've taken. Yeah, we took it to but a friend, whole would you, I, like, like, What like would you circle. do? I would. I don't know that I would. I mean, I've had men do that. 
<laughs> but usually they're like being silly about it. Like, you know, when they do it in the cover and then cover you with the uh, cover. Uh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, no. <laughs> you live to tell the tale. I'm so sorry that happened to so you. So things like that make me laugh. <laughs> Future boyfriend, don't don't get any ideas. Please but, um, don't. Please, please don't but... do it. I'm over there. <laughs> that beautiful apartment you got. <laughs> Some, usually it's silly, you know. It's like them being goofy or something. Or if it slips out, you know, you watching slips a movie. Out. Why is it slipping? <laughs> it's definitely a gated community back there. So I don't understand why. I don't understand why anything's slipping through I the cracks. I wouldn't be mad at it. I just, I, I know would. for me, I don't want to create an environment where we're just like fighting all day, just chilling around the house. Like that's at just all. disgusting. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. There's certain things I'm pretty cool mm-hmm. about, but I don't know. That doesn't really call me yeah that's nasty mm-hmm. and how are we supposed to do oral oh my god stop that's, that's so it. nasty you know what i'm saying like that is disgusting you are so because if you silly. think we finna go any if you think we finna be swv up in here and go downtown <laughs> after you've been smelling like that oh downtown doo-doo brown julie brown i don't think I so get out of here right now this guy don't worry. is so <laughs> terrible okay so anyway so Back to <laughs> Dr. LaBerre, okay, who said that the flip side to radical transparency, so now that we've discussed being open and revealing about ourselves to our partner, the flip side is being open and just as receptive to our partner's reality, to his or her feelings, wishes, desires, fears, and differences from ourselves. And Dr. LaBerre also said that this would mean openly encouraging our partner to express those things to us and being prepared to process them. So. Yeah, How do I mean, you guys feel about that? One, Not related to farting this time. Right, no, no, no. This is more <laughs> more, more, so emotional more transparency. <laughs> one thing I will say is that I think people often want people to be super honest, like, immediately. And it's like, are you ready for that a lot of the times? You know, I've been in situations where I'm like, put everything on the table. I want you to tell me. And then they put it on the table and you're like, wow, that's a lot of stuff on the table. And it's like, do you even have the bandwidth? Do you have the skill set? You know, like be careful what you wish for. A lot of the times I've seen the conversation on Twitter where uh, people are like, what's proper or inappropriate, you know, to ask on the first date or the second date or third date. And people want a lot of information. (laughs) They expect a lot of really deep, dark shadowy murky watery mm-hmm. information and it's like are you sure mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what that means to, me to hold something. that you know to hold that kind of space for someone are you even capable have you held that space for yourself mm. <laughs> you know like that's why i'm like it gets very tricky <laughs> with transparency that's why i as open of a book as i am i'm also uh cautious to not expect that out of other people immediately. I'm mm. very careful with allowing people to share as they need to. Obviously, I'm not going to be with someone that it feels like a brick wall where, you know, where that's not their intention, they're not interested, then we're just not going to be a match. But I also understand some people are slow drip. And I'm totally, you know, I'm learning to be cool with being respectful of how people choose to share and when. I think that some shit, <laughs> 
like the only thing that can make you empathetic to it or understanding um, in that circumstance is the history that you have with a person. It's certain shit that you have to have built time and experiences with a person in order to be able to even process it and consider enduring it. If I don't know you like that, you know what I mean? And you come with this extreme circumstance, there's nothing that I've invested to make me even want to figure out how to make certain stuff work out. So there's certain things you're just not going to know immediately. Certain things you really don't need to. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, it's a what did future say about this world we living in, friend? <laughs> it's an evil world we living in. Okay, and so people will abuse and misuse information. And tweet about yes. it. And tweet about it, and Instagram story about it, yes. and Alexa Sky the fuck out of your Ooh. shit. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. you have to be careful with who is privy to important and and precious information. It's certain shit I just do not talk about mm-hmm. because I don't want nobody to be make it I don't want it to become vulnerable to somebody misusing it or making it dis or disrespecting it yeah. in a certain way. So you can't and furthermore, I don't even know everything about myself. I can't sit down and have a conversation with you and tell you everything about myself. Now we can touch on some bullet points and I can, you know, Circle one, yes, no, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I can't just sit down. I hate it when people are like, so tell me about yourself. Bitch, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hate that. There's no, I'm not finished. Right. I'm still, mm-hmm. I ain't like, dead. How do I put that in a new Yeah, package? you know, the dash, there's nothing after the dash right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just the birth year and the dash. I'm glad so you brought that up, though, because when I was seeing the conversation surrounding the Carlton scene, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did wonder, like, is there an obligation to tell someone that? <laughs> like, it's I think what happens is we live obviously in a society where, like, being a heterosexual is the default setting. That's mm-hmm. how it's perceived. So if you're anything outside of that, then there's like a coming out that needs to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you need to tell me what it is. But I've never been in a, on a date where I had to be like, just so you know, this is what I date. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I wonder why that's an expectation. So I'm kind of on the fence because there's a part of me that's like, no one's obligated to say shit until it comes up if it needs to come until up. We'll cross that bridge when we up. get there. Mm-hmm. What you saw me somewhere looking at a, you know, if I saw you somewhere and you're looking at a dude or y'all have an interaction, hey, maybe this is the time that we should have this combo. Right. But then. There's also the other part of it that's like, well, yeah, if also if we're getting in a relationship, that might be something that we should talk about because it is going to come up at some point. So why not, you know, nip it in the bud early? So, I, you know, I, I have to admit I'm not entirely sure where I lie on that spectrum of like timelines. I guess it should be individual to uh, or rather not individual it should be customized to Mm -hmm. the relationship and what's needed between those two people. Are you someone that needs to know that up front? Then ask it up front. Are you someone that's willing to get there when you get there? Then you'll get there when you get there. Everyone's different. I think for me, I don't know. I don't know that I like need you to tell me that up front. I don't know. I've never been in that position, so I can't say. Especially because I've seen so many like, Things like throughout the years where people and it's usually because, you know, it's heteronormative like, where like a guy will be sitting there with his wife or something. They're playing games and then he finds out then and there that his wife used to, you know, bang women or had an interest in women. And it's just so normalized. That's cute, right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Spice up the marriage. And so like it, it don't become a thing. And so like, in you know, with this situation, it was kind of like 
I hate it that it defaulted to, well, are you still interested? But it's almost like, well, you bring it up. So, like, and so not to say that it makes it okay to warrant that question, but it's like, well, I'm telling you this because you're probably going to feel like you need to know this. I'm not telling you this because I actually care about it. Like, that's how I kind of felt like it was kind of getting misread because I feel like he was just saying that just to say, like, get it out the way because it's a thing, not because he was actually scared. And that's what it was kind of confusing for me because there are things that I guess people can fear and we just don't know how severe those fears are going to be to each person. So that's why I think, especially when it comes to something like sexuality, yeah, it's 2020. So anybody can be anything, but that doesn't mean that everybody wears things on their like shoulders and sleeves. So that's why it was so hard to like even watch that scene with them. And then even going through with Cynthia and Mike, that made me wonder to myself, like what are my like limits and capacities when it comes to kind of to your uh, question, dealing with other people's, uh, no, I don't want to say traumas, but like experiences. Well, well, not even bullshit, just their experiences as a whole. Because, yeah, I want them to be accepting of me, and but I still always want to know how accepting or what things do I find accepting, and would I find these things accepting or not based on the time that we spent together or not. And I think that's why I felt, felt like Love is Blind was such an interesting show because of the way that they were moving those timelines. Like, it's a little fast, too. It's quick as hell. So, like, you know, ain't nobody going to say to you uh, through a wall, like, oh, yeah, I like both. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even see what you actually are. So you might you might say, cool, I, I might am. not like you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And furthermore. That's a good point, though, about it depending on how invested I am. Furthermore. Ain't no, and I, this all I'm gonna say about it because I told you I'm keeping my hands off of this. I'm just happy for my friend mm. that he is being amplified to a level of visibility where he can share his gifts and his talents with the world. Mm. Um, as far as that show is concerned, ain't nobody who was gonna agree to marry me sight unseen gonna get mad about something that was on the other side of the glass, <laughs> whether it was on me or in me. You just ain't gonna be mad at me about that, and that's all I'm gonna say mm. moving forward in the conversation. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. That so. show just, uh, I wanted to throw so many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were just so many moments. So many things were driving me nuts. And I was like, why am I so triggered? Like, I had to check myself because I, I was, was like, ugh. I what was about so the irritated. scene where they were sitting at the bar and the girl was like, if you would have came in my husband, <laughs> I would have knocked your, I would have broken your fucking nose. Amber. And then she kissed her. When I was, I can't even believe this conversation became this, but whatever, because we have to talk about it. So impromptu <laughs> TV land segment. Too many on. things on there. And it just, uh, again, I want to stay focused on the fact that this all played into the overall theme of radical transparency in relationships, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So as I'm watching this, in the vein of of and or through the lens of radical of thinking thinking about radical transparency, these girls are drunk at this bar. I'm watching the girl obviously attempt to have like a sort of, you know, pseudo lesbian physically, you know, engaging moment with the other girl who was the girl that got engaged in the white dress. I can't remember her name because really they all blended. So, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, she didn't respond to that energy at all. She was kind of like, uh, okay. Like she was literally like leaning she had backward. Her arm on her. Yeah. Like she wasn't with it. And I watched the, what's the other girl's name? Jessica. I watched Jessica in her face process that and then lean right into a really emotionally deep um, declaration about, you know, her intentions and not wanting to go after her man and all this shit. The energy shifted real quick into this really serious, like, you know, um, but it was manipulative completely because this 
Jessica's whole thing on this show, and I I, I can't believe I'm even talking about go. a reality Here show. We go. I find these shows we got so you. We got you. All we had to do was get off a of cable and onto the internet, <laughs> and we could get Fran to watch. We got it. you. Netflix got you. Because it's such a study of people, and yes. and I think the radical transparency is the theme on mm-hmm. this show because Jessica has such a lack of awareness, and I think it's important for us to watch it because a lot of us have that to the you know varying degrees <laughs> but hers True. was like wowza because she's about to marry someone she doesn't even like <laughs> at all <laughs> at all like that's crazy don't want to sleep with him don't want and then using the ex- every week she has another excuse the height the age that she's like like uh grasping for straws at this point and in my mind I'm like you're an adult just say I don't want to do this. It stressed me. It stressed me out. But a lot of it, I realized, and I, you know, you always learn this when things have an effect on you or trigger you or stress you out. A lot of the times, not always, obviously, it's because you see yourself <laughs> in those behaviors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it, it creates a charge in you. Because I've been in that position in relationships where either I don't want to be there anymore. Or, you know, I don't even know how we got here to begin with. And (laughs) you know what I mean? And so watching that was like such a reminder of like when you just forget that you can remove yourself from Mm -hmm. this shit. Like you don't have to people please. You don't have to force yourself in these situations. I think for her, she's just so afraid to be alone or I don't know because I don't know her. I'm not going to try to psychoanalyze, but Whatever the case may be, she'd rather put herself in this position than not. And that's a wild thing to Mm -hmm. observe because she doesn't like this dude. You see how she looks at him? She's drunk all the time because she's trying to cope with the fact that she's so uncomfortable. With this child. She wants that other dude. Uh, Brent. Barnett. 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 (laughs) I'm like, what? And she's going to get her ass whooped. Okay. <laughs> she literally said it to her. And when she told him, I just want to make sure that, like, you're happy with what you're doing. He's literally told her, like, six times, like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? Like, that's Be what real you need to figure out. Just say you don't want to do this. Oh, my God. She's probably the most frustrating and then her dog drinking the wine out mm-hmm. the glass. It was just mm-hmm. too much. She nasty. That's why and I feel bad for Mark. Yeah. I feel bad for him. He young. He'll be all right. He is young. You're right. He's only 24. I didn't have like... uh, Go ahead. No, I just... I didn't like his little intro story when he was telling a story about how the girl he was dating family thought that he was, uh, you know, they found out he was Mexican. And when they found out he looked the way they he looked, he was okay with Yeah, it. I didn't like the way he said that like shit. That. It was something about that that felt real. Um, what's her name? Rodriguez? <laughs> yeah. Gina Rodriguez. It was a real yes. Gino Rodriguez. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know about this. I, I ain't like that shit. I thought that was very, you know, I didn't like that. Just, I didn't like that either. Then, so. I was like, mm. and then watch her act the way she was acting. I was like, okay, so he got he kind of not that he deserved it, but I, I see why he ended up the way he ended up. That shit's sad. You <laughs> saw when she put on the dress, she was hyperventilating. I was like, girl, you were creating your own like drama and story. Like this is crazy. How am I supposed to feel sorry <laughs> for somebody who signed up for a, a show? To marry somebody like in 30 days that they've never seen in their life. That is a wild show. And you know what's crazy? I don't know how far you've gotten, but 
None of them seem sure. <laughs> None uh, of them. Like everyone and, is, uh, and the, listen, <laughs> everyone is all like Lauren and Cameron. Do you see her is anyone you know what watching it, you, her face you know when they look is. at each other? Every Am I the single only one seeing this? Time frame. <laughs> she she every, always does that smile and like she had yeah. her hair back yes. the last time so you really could see it like when she had them little twig them swoops and braids yeah. like Everyone's in that ponytail. Like, I watched them and I'm like I no don't. one's seeing that she's literally smiling like someone please get me out of this. What's crazy is they're actually cute together. They're very they're, they're, cute, but I can tell she's just not feeling it. And and it's just that he's he's nice. And even he's though she's looking. not feeling it, I wonder if it's small. Because <laughs> did fucking, you did right? you see that scene where she? I think he might just be too wait. calm. Maybe did you see so the like scene? the stroke? No, him. His but did you see the scene? Oh. Where her, so yeah. But so did you like see the, the scene where her friend so. asked her about that? No. Oh, I missed that. Or maybe I what wasn't happened? paying attention. Come on. About the sex? Yeah. She, so she, she sat down with, she sat down with her, because you know that look that you're talking about, friend. Mm-hmm. The way she hesitated before she lied, because I feel like she lied the way she just hesitated. Her friend was like, <laughs> she was like, so you just married this person you don't know? Like, you know, what if it's thanks, small? And she's like, child, we ain't got nothing to worry about in that department. And I was like, because she, she didn't <laughs> say anything shortly. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, you know, this ain't my business, Did but girl, you, you ain't have to. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that scene? No, I didn't see this and, motherfucker rapping. He rapped I'm glad to her he, mama. I'm glad he did it for okay, the mama. Well, that's why I didn't see it, because I was watching that episode and I had to leave. So He spit a verse. I'm glad he did it for the mama, because the, the daddy, who I was waiting her on this entire time. I was waiting for that scene. That's, that's the entire time I kept watching, because I wanted to see that scene. And you could tell he still ain't with it, and he knows she ain't with it, but he going to let her do it. Listen, I believe that you could feel a very strong connection with someone within a month. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to make been you there, feel the... But that's not going to make me marry you in right. a month. I, you know, you've seen stories of people who got married in three months, and they've been together 40 years or 20 years, and it worked. Like Chloe and Lamar. <laughs> Oh, wow, I don't doubt it. You know, I think. Friend, you made me sick. All I can think about now is Lauren and that face she made. You know Cause, the because that like, inside because it was that episode. Every was, time he looks, they they have to look into each other's faces. Like, she he, goes like he's looking square <laughs> at her, and she's kind of like looking up, <laughs> like her, you like she's it, leaving her body in that moment. It. And that's all I, I can think what about. It is. She literally has to disassociate. <laughs> yes. I wonder what it is. And I'm dead because when he, he was like, when he was like, he was like, I just don't understand why, you know, she's not sure. He should, I'm you know, like, she, bro, are she you needs not her. Read the room. I wonder if he got that metal. I'm about to have a cold breath. You know what I'm talking about? Oh when it rests my like metal sometimes. I wonder if that's what happened. She was just like, everything is alright, but I just can't. Lie. I hate you so much. It's not a breath thing because you can tell when it's a breath thing. Because she's like, because <laughs> your face sucks up like a little lemon because you're trying not to breathe. But hers, <laughs> hers is more like the disassociation. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. Like he's like, he's like, she's like. <laughs> anybody would be scared to I'd be scared to marry anybody not because it's you anybody would be scared here <laughs> I, right she was like I'm just nervous because it's marriage it's not it has nothing to do with you and he's like I just don't think that she's sure and then she leaves her body right? <laughs> she what, leaves her body he's like looking at her <laughs> I love sure. it because now everyone that watches the next exactly. scene y'all gonna be like oh shit you, <laughs> because the moment you the entire time you I watched knew it yes I was like but shit but how is it no one else has talked about this everyone you else know is what like Cameron is 
Narner, so cute. You know what it is? I'm because, like, what? Because they're they're buying. <laughs> what are y'all they're saying? buying what she's selling because she is a content creator, right? She is a so content creator. So I feel like you know You're she's right. trying to ride this wave, and I think as she should. I think aside from her even wanting to do this, I feel like you know. Well, we know she don't want to do this, but I feel like they are still a really good match because. Well, maybe they're not because now I don't I'm wondering. think they're a good match. I think they're just both really nice people that are like calm and cool. So two calm and cool people. And aesthetically compatible. And aesthetically compatible. They have cool conversations. It's kind of like if I, it's like, it's a problem I run into where because I'm so chill and kind of easy breezy and I get along with most people. It's easy to misconstrue my energy and think, oh, me and her, no, me and you, nothing. But you, you know <laughs> why? We could also just be really good friends. And you we know why don't have to date there. just because the energy is there. That does not mean it's Either romantic. you like my fire or you don't, honey. Yeah, it don't always mean romantic just because we get along. Right. But the and people see that energy there. And this is the actual problem because I thought back to first episode when that bitch was like, I think I love you. And I was sitting there like, are you oh serious? Like, you remember oh. when we was watching? Well, you were, you remember, were there. remember when I told you I'd seen it we, already? We literally watched it in Crystal's house. The worst group of people and that could have watched I told you I watched shit. it already and I was like, this is where she betrays it me. It was Jay and Crystal. <laughs> wrong Asante, I said, wrong, wrong road. Wrong, wrong road. road. I, I said, this is where she loses me. And she's like, I think I love you. And I, on my mind, I'm like, did a producer we tell you to say yelled. this? Because we all yelled. <laughs> we did. We all yelled. Like, it was too much. And I wonder if if this happened right because can I have one of those two please yes, thank you, you so much you know I need that I don't want that metal breath now I'm thinking about that <laughs> thank you um, oh y'all ain't gonna have it <laughs> <laughs> no so I think about in that first episode when they were doing the whole thing and then I think about how later on you realize that he's had black girlfriends so I was oh, like right, when the so dad... did he just know that this was a black girl so he picked a black girl and that's why we ended up here and you know she was open to a white man so she picked a white man that ended up having dated black girls I don't, I don't even think it's a, I'm sorry I'm no, not please. even it's that's a what black, I was white issue. I think it's just not a spark. They're just they're cool. If they had been in college together, they would have just been homies in the dorm. But that's what I'm study saying. Partners. Study partners that, from that class. Put their legs together sometimes. <laughs> yes, I have study. many of yeah. those friends. But that's what I'm saying. And it does not mean I want to sleep me with too. them. Me too. They sucking dick over here, but you know, but I have them too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I was just for no, comedic you know, effect. Well, <laughs> let's have that conversation. You, not that one. Because <laughs> I'm well, not talking about too that. much talking to be done. <laughs> no, but do you have connections with people that are really nice? Like where you guys can... Because mm. um, Maya makes fun of me all the time because she'll be like, I saw you and so-and-so and I thought y'all were dating because we are so affectionate or will hold hands or if they're in my house, you know, I have my foot, like doesn't said, wrapped around theirs and we're drinking tea and talking. There's some people that I feel that way about and with, but I don't actually have an attraction. It's just our energy works nice together. It don't mean we have to date. True. Do you have people that you feel that way about? Yes, but we don't hang out as much anymore. But I, I used to have like homegirls. We would go out. Yeah, we looking like we holding hands. You know, with a little kiss on the cheek, kiss uh-uh. on the lips every now and then. But nothing like we're not making out. Get or the fuck you know, up off of it's me. It's a pool. Yeah. Yeah. Get off. You me. don't like that? No, get off of me. But but I'll I be up on you like that when we be places. I can't friend. lay on you. You with can my blanket. always lay on me. You know that. But, <laughs> but I don't be coming over you like, come on, friend. Let's. But that's the let's thing. Cuddle. You but crazy? But that might be our energy that yes. doesn't have that pull. But then you might have another friend that you 
you guys just if you're sitting together on the couch, you're wrapped up in each other. You don't even know why. Because no. because some of those <laughs> friends, because I'll be really affectionate with them for no reason, like not no reason, like we just like being affectionate. It's but it's it not is. like I wish we're you trying would put to... your legs on mine. <laughs> I can't put my legs on. <laughs> Fuck no, and you know I wouldn't even put. Are you? I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Wait a minute, man. <laughs> I'm gonna remember this. <laughs> you better. Yeah, shit. So silly. <laughs> nah, I will. Nah, just, shit. No, but I think that's what it is with Lauren and Cameron. I think they just are cool, and they should leave it at that. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's important to learn to read what connections are. When I connect with people, I'm like, would this be good for business? Would this be a good friendship? Mm-hmm. Would this be good to date? It doesn't always mean that it has to be one. You know, like yes. read the room. You know, I, think, I think we mix our we cross our wires sometimes and jump that happened to me with someone that we dated for a couple of years and then afterwards we were like, damn, you know, I think low-key, we make way better homies. And we are homies and like it's so nice. And I almost regret that we dated because I feel like that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. We just read it wrong because, you know, we're both attractive and it's like, oh, let's see, you know, what, right, what I mean, happens. You know, <laughs> East meets West. <laughs> <laughs> But now I'm learning there are certain people I'll be attracted to and I'll say no in my head. Like, I'd rather do business with you and leave it at that. How do you know when you're missing out on your blessing, friend? Because if it's supposed to be, it'll cross wires at some point. You know what I mean? But for the most part, I like putting people. I mean, sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I take business seriously. No, but I like filing people where where it feels they should be. And obviously, if it's going to turn into something, it'll be that. Like, you can't control it sometimes. But I don't know. I think they just should be homies because that little disassociation. Look, does. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm sitting here like <laughs> thinking about her just leaving. It's too much. You know what's really going to be messed up is if she gets pregnant. Oh. Before she reconciles that. And then she starts having to grip I wonder if any of them are. Oh, like, my, oh God. my God. Well, the, uh, well, never mind. I don't know what I can say. Okay, so, so let me be quiet. But, oh. Yeah. So shout out to my friend Carlton. I love you, dog. Shout and out to stay Carlton. strong shout throughout all Carlton. this conversation around you. And, I know, you know it's rough in these streets. Everybody's okay. entitled to their opinion. And that's what that shit is <laughs> put out there for. Out you know what I'm saying? For people to have opinions about it. And like I said, I'm just excited for people to see his gifts. So Aww. just wanted to talk about that this week. Um, not about Love is Blind, although we did. Uh, devoted. I mean, it was. It's a good enough show we at this point. Love we is blind, to. and it will With take a recurring over your theme. Okay, of radical transparency. That's what I think the word, the note here is for us to take away from. So that's it. And with that being said, friend, it's time to that's well, it. well, and well, and well. well, well. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Bring in the motherfucking wind chimes. So I have a question. When you guys are studying or working on business plans, writing, whatever it is that your craft is, do you listen to music? Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. It doesn't distract you? Not at all. Is it a thing where you have to have music? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And do they usually have words? Yes. Cuss words. Really? Stickers. So how does that work with your mind, with like your thoughts? You're not, I don't, it becomes just background noise. Like I'm not really processing the lyrics. I just know it's playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm completely immersed into whatever I'm writing. So I'm not, I just need that. It feels like it's something around me. You know what I mean? That's so, and you too? Yeah. With words. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't distract you in any way. When I was younger, (laughs) shout out to EJ Cameron, you know what I'm saying? Um, My best friend, his dad, for whatever fucking reason, he used to just always bump the shit out of music. Like, just make that shit vibrate. So I just remember, like, every now and then I had had to ride home with them or something and have to, like, do assignments or whatever. But I liked that feeling. Just because I've always loved, you know, just bumping ass music. So I just kind of like my life to feel like the club sometimes. So I just turn some shit up. I, and even when I know the words, I like Dustin said, I'll just try to like vibe out of it and just be more in the sensation of it than the actual like, you know, music video, which I'm normally in. That's so interesting because I realized like I need complete silence mm-hmm. when I work. You like, put on the lo-fi? I can't. Well, that's what's so funny about it. I normally don't like anything. I can't hear mm. anything. Even when I'm sleeping, like, I know some people, we've talked about this mm. before. I was like, what's going on with your nervous system? <laughs> if I you need the, the TV, TV on, on yeah. or lights on or music mm. on, I need complete silence when I'm focusing on something. So the other day, um, Claude, shout out to Claude shout Kelly. Out to Claude. Shout out to Claude. He came Kelly. over because we were working on some projects that we have going on. No, not music related. Damn. <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we needed to focus and of course him being Claude he needed music and then I did it and I was like well what's gonna be the happy medium because I need silence brother <laughs> and he, he put out some headphones no so he put on um, a YouTube channel that streams 24 hours oh, yeah. called Chilled Cow mm-hmm. have you used yeah, that before I put that on when I go to bed sometimes <laughs> yeah and so when he put it I was surprised because I was like Shout wait a minute Claude. I was actually able to work through the project we were working on and I didn't feel distracted. It doesn't have any words. It's all like lo-fi hip-hop beats. Mm -hmm. It has some like (laughs) lo-fi jazz beats. Um, There's actually another one. There's two that he put me on to. Well, he put me on to Chill Hop Music. That's a YouTube channel. And then through going there, I found the chilled cow. So those are the two. There's also a dreamy cow for more dreamy kind of ambiance type music. So I just thought it was really cool. I like that it's free. You yeah. know, it's a it's and it live streams 24 hours All a day. The time. How is that possible? I don't know, but I need to know how they do that. I, I really like that. need to know how they do that. And, and there's then, like tons of different channels too that do all that. And so. it's so weird because... I, as as long as I've been playing it now, because I've been using it now to study, which has actually been pretty cool. Um, I was just like, how is it that I haven't even heard a song repeat? <laughs> like, how are you streaming for 24 hours? 
So I want to, I actually am so curious. I, I wonder if anyone listening um, can kind of break down the mechanics of that because I'm so fascinated by how they're able to do that. Um, the legal way too before y'all get started. <laughs> because I think that's so cool. It's like a radio that never turns off. Um, and then funny enough, I saw this week that YouTube had shut the channel down. <laughs> what? And <laughs> and people on Twitter were Mad pissed. <laughs> The channel then locked up. (laughs) (laughs) And then somebody tweeted like, oh, my God, this is going to destroy the industrial. What is it? The educational system (laughs) because of how many people won't be able to study without it. But I just think it's such a great YouTube channel. The fact that you can literally go on, let's say, if you're someone that, you know, needs to study at three, four in the morning you know, you're, there. you you're a morning person, it. You whatever in the middle of the day. You don't have to think about it. You can go straight. Like I said, the YouTube channel is called Chilled Cow. It has 4.5 million subscribers. Damn. So clearly I'm super late to the club. Uh, but I'm so glad that Claude put me on because it was really nice. Like you, you see how my bed. apartment is super yeah, vibey. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you should put it on like when you're going through your routine and stuff for bed. You see how like the lighting in my apartment that combined with this music, I was like, Claude, you just like changed the game. Changed the game for me, and it's and you know one of my uh, resolutions. I hate saying resolutions; it's not so cheesy. But one of my goals this year was to read more. Uh, each month you know like more you have been letting people have it lately <laughs> you are so funny another thing bitch <laughs> I knocked your head with these wind chimes <laughs> I was so confused for a second. I was like wait what <laughs> me <laughs> it's like molasses I'm telling you molasses hey. so <laughs> let me find out you've been pulling out them crystals friend <laughs> I don't know. It was retrograde. I don't know what I'm going through. <laughs> but um, <laughs> see, my brain's like, ooh, you off back. topic. Bring it back. So <laughs> they put the channel back on, which is great because I got sad for a second there that I just discovered it and then I was gone. I was going to say, I'm going to miss that little girl and her little laptop. Yeah, so her little headphones. Uh-huh, That's the other cute thing. The graphics they use are adorable. Like the chilled cow uses this little girl. Someone in the when they were saying that it got shut down on Twitter, someone was like, "Damn, did she finally stop?" Okay, studying? did she ever finish? <laughs> what did she get? We need she... to know if she passed. <laughs> we have to know. Did she graduate? She studied forever. Has <laughs> she been sitting there studying for years? I mean, I so, cannot. Somebody was like, damn, she finally finished studying. What's so, her Bitcoin like? <laughs> <laughs> and then with the chill hop music, it's cute because it's like this little fox and he'd be mm. wearing little blankets and drinking tea. It's literally me. It's basically uh-huh. me in his little apartment. So uh, something for especially for those of you college students who kind of need something. Maybe your roommate is mad loud. <laughs> you need something to <laughs> drown her out, drown him out, drown them out. Um, or just, you know. Just to chill. Yeah, Yeah. just to vibe out if you need something. I mean, I know uh, it's been really stressful. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. been a couple, a stressful couple of weeks. Um, A lot of heavy news. Even the new, the actual news cycle, all this virus talk. It's a lot going on right now. A lot of death, a lot of heaviness. So I think this is just nice for your nervous system to kind of have something easeful that you know is there 24 hours. You can always go to it. I love that it's free. So it's nothing that you have to subscribe to. Um, as far as like financially, you know, you can just go on YouTube and listen. And the beats are really nice, right? Mm-hmm. 
Real tranquil. Yeah. Real melodic. And I was actually um, reading on their website that you can actually even use the beats. Oh, for real? A lot of them are royalty free. Damn. Yeah. Which yeah, I now think... you really gave me something to go on. Because I always put it up on my TV. I never, I've never done it on the computer, so I ain't yeah. never read that information. Yeah, Damn. see, look, if you go on the chillhop.com, oh. Oh. they have, see, it yeah. has a creator's page FAQ, and then it oh. says, which songs can I use? And it says, you can use any of the songs found on our creator page, which have the uh, download Damn, option friend. enabled. So <laughs> even as a creative, if you are working on a project and like this is the kind of music you've been wanting to use, it's just an incredible resource. Hell yeah. That's and the exactly music, what I was just thinking. Right? The music <clears throat> is good. And then most importantly, if you're a, pre- a producer and you make music that's mm-hmm. like this, um, they have a sign-up page where you can actually put your music into their 24-hour stream. And I guess they'll let you know um, if it's if been... If it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> if it's been nah, accepted. We know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> The the little girl typing on the computer, she going to let you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, Chilled Cow, that's C-H-I-L-L-E-D-C-O-U-C-O-W, Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's all. That's just another U. That's all. Cow with a U. Yeah, because like couch. So, cow. Cow. C-O-U. Okay. And then. um, (laughs) Cow. You said it like you were saying ouch. It's douch. (laughs) Douch. Something to clean the coochie with. And then. Chillhop.com. <laughs> and another one is Chill Hop. And they're both on YouTube. And Dreamy Cow is a good one too, like I said. So Ooh. it's a little universe that Dream you'll step doll. into. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Clava putting me on. And those of you who have been listening to it, I'm sure already, because like I said, it has like almost 5 million subscribers. So that's it. Something easy, something easeful. Just wanted to contribute to the. The, the vibe and energy of your apartment and your office and your dorm and your school area, whatever you Crash listen pad. to, your music, your commute. Mm-hmm. It's nice for the commute, too. When you need Secret a- apartment. <laughs> yeah, you know. apartment. When you need to uh, tune out the Showtime boys on the damn okay. two train. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo, so that's it. And now let's segue. <laughs> I made it. I made it. You did. I'm so you fucking did, proud of you. You're you a goddamn so professional you friend. You see me. Okay. I'm trying. You're you a professional. We're right here, friend. <laughs> right. Just pass the baton, friend. Come That's on. That's why I was happy both of y'all were hyper. I was like, this is what I need today, please. Thank you. So, Asante. You're not hyper. We ADD uh, vibes <laughs> over here, okay? And ain't nothing wrong with it. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. And Asante, uh, Mr. Music Man, what do you have for us this week? Well, friend, it's funny that you mentioned uh, mixes because I wanted to talk about some mixes. And uh, before I actually get into my segment, well, I guess, you know, part of the segment because it's still music. <laughs> because you were talking about lo-fi on YouTube, um, a channel you should check out, and it's not uh, all streaming all the time. It's just a bunch of tracks. Majestic Casual. Mm. Where's that? Majestic Casual is the name of a channel, and they basically just post like, it's not... 
Uh, there is some lo-fi on there, but it's a lot of artists. So, like, Bryson Tiller, like, you know, his good little vibey cuts, um, some of the Drake cuts that are vibey, like, a lot of artists, um, just really, really good tracks. You'll find, like, some Lucky Day on there. This is on YouTube or it's Spotify? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. So, um, Majestic Casual? Majestic Casual. And... Let me write that name. Damn, I know you it sounds like a clothing store in the hood, but that's not <laughs> it. And it absolutely does. <laughs> and I oh, would, look, it came right up. So Majestic Casual. They, oh, snap. Yeah. That's that's a good vibe that I know you would enjoy. And another one, Escape Tracks. Escape Tracks. Yes. Like Understanding. No. The softest no. place on earth. And what I need from right. you. You don't really know me. You, you just want to do what you want to do. That's not the way it should be. No. You should have listened to me. You got to listen to me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was very therapeutic. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> don't thank me. Thank Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You good, you good. We good, we good. And that's on Tamika Cotto, okay? <laughs> and that's on Tamika Cotto. Um, so, yeah, um, Majestic Casual is another one I feel like you would enjoy. And also Escape Tracks. Escape Tracks. Um, like I said, you know, th- th- these ain't the 24-hour streams, but they have the tracks individually. Um, I've been fucking with Majestic Casual for years. For years. I've always had them on my oh, TV. Oh, yeah, putting me on, hey, on. You know who put me on a Majestic Casual? Tiny. XD. Shout out to oh, XD. Really? The, of course. XD put me I on mean, to them a long ass time ago. I don't remember what the fuck it was, but they were playing like the like the cuts then. Like they put Janaeco's Pussy Fairy on there, um, Bryson Tiller's Finesse, a Drake, the Drake cover. Like they just put a lot of really, really cool vibey tracks, like those vibes. So And you know who while we're here on this please. topic, uh if you're a SoundCloud head. Oh, we coming right back to SoundCloud. We gotta this bring it back to SoundCloud. Uh, there's a DJ out of LA um, named Orange Calderon. Have oh, you ever yeah. heard of her? You, have you talked about her before? Yeah, 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 because she's actually how I discovered Sir. Wow. Which is, you didn't know Beyonce had, had that baby. <laughs> <laughs> she posted this, um, man, I wish I remember how long. It was years ago. <laughs> Had to be like f- maybe three, four years ago. She posted, <laughs> she posted a. Yeah, look, actually right here, four years ago. Look, sir, four years ago, dude, she has a, 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 what is it, a playlist on SoundCloud? Mm -hmm. A mix? I don't know what they call it. A SoundCloud mix um, called Feels, and it's DJ Orange Calderon, and that's where I discovered sir. She had L.A. on there. Um, Iman Omari, who I fucking am obsessed with. He's the best. Sango. So if you're like into that kind of super vibe, even Aaron Ray, actually. That's how I discovered Aaron Ray. She's Hmm. actually put me onto a lot of artists. She had Party on there. Look, Bryson Tiller. I probably heard one of her mixes on like Selection or something. I'm pretty sure because that's like her whole Yeah, because everybody you name it, I'm like, oh, this is like the Selection camp. Yeah, and then this is four years ago. So So, like she was really putting me on, on. So... For those who are like, how do you spell that? It's orange, like the color, and then Calderon is C-A-L-D-E-R-O-N. Orange Calderon, and she's fucking dope. And even, uh, she hasn't posted anything recently, actually, but she has a lot of mixes on there. I mean, I'm scrolling, and it looks like it's at least 20, 30 mixes, so you should be good to go. A lot of history. A lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of ear candy. Yes. (laughs) Well, speaking of ear candy and staying on uh, the app that is SoundCloud, 
Um, I wanted to talk to you about a DJ that I've been loving and just appreciating their hustle for a very long time. Uh, there's this DJ out of Atlanta, originally from New Orleans, I believe, by the name of Josh J. Shout out to Josh J, J-A-S-H. Yes, it's spelled J-A-S-H, but Josh J is a really, really dope, talented DJ. Uh, I heard him out in Atlanta one time when I went to visit, and then everybody was like, yeah, that's Josh. He like the shit. He's the he DJ. The I love a good DJ. Right, and then I saw him a couple times. Like I literally only went out a couple times because uh, I knew he was DJing up here, so I was seeing every now and then here. Um, I saw him out in New Orleans for Essence Fest last year. He showed love. So he's just a really, really dope guy um, and a really dope DJ. And he has mixes on his SoundCloud now. So uh, shout out to Josh J. He's starting to put up a mix. Um, he gives a little, a little bit of background about himself, um, his music inspirations. And then he's actually like mixing the tracks very much like Orange, Orange Calderon yeah. does. But um, it's not just a playlist. So if you guys want like, you know, an extended play of some things that are like mixed together uh, very, very well. Like I said, he's from New Orleans. So, you know, there's going to be some little bounce activities in there. Oh, bounce so mixed dumb. around. Yeah, he, he opens it up and part of the mix is like he goes from like an R&B to like this bounce gospel thing right quick. You can't know? help mm. but shake. Yeah, you can't help but shake. So I can't help but appreciate DJs uh, very much like Orange and Josh that will, you know, play you that new shit, mix you that old shit and just make you feel good, good all around. So And while we're here, shout out to DJ. DJ Gab Soul, who was killing it. Oh, yes. After the read. Yes. Remember, we went to, where were we? Uh, Red Rooster? Red, Red Rooster. Red the, Rooster, they're like the lower level. Yeah. In the private room, we had like the. Jenny's. The get, there we yes. go. Jenny's Jenny Supper, Supper Club. Yes. And DJ Gab Soul, which I didn't even know it was her DJing at first. And I was like, yo, who is DJing? Because we were jamming. Like she yes. had us in there dancing. Like, I vaguely remember like us walking dancing, up to the dancing. DJ booth after when we were walking out. Right. And I went up to her. I was like, yo, I can't believe like, it was you. Doing, I think that's cool when you genuinely are hyped about a DJ and then you yes. turn and it's your homie. Yes. You're like, Oh yes. shit! What's yes. up? That was cool. My she favorite did kind that. of moment. DJ Gabso, yeah, shout, out, shout to out to you. Gab, she so. had us in there like aunties and uncles uh-huh. with our drinks in the air. <laughs> Getting it in. <laughs> so much fun, man. Now, now that's the kind of atmosphere. That was the kind of mixing and DJing we've been missing. You feel me? I mean, you saw that girl, remember? Uh huh. Afterwards, <laughs> turnt. Turned. I hope you're okay. Yes. Right, girl. Because you had... She had a lot of fun. That night had whooped your ass. <laughs> we, I had reached my quota for saving lives that night because before we walked into the supper club, me and Nikki were like hanging back and there was a girl trapped in the bank on that corner. Trapped I was, in the bank. I was remember and we, let her, and we let her out. And, and we were scared because right we were like, did she rob the up, bank? Oh, like, what is going on? Like, we, yo, she was trapped friend, in the bank. Friend was saying, we're her escape, her getaway. I, I was, was like, like, yo, what if we ended up being her escape? I was escape? like, well, we need to go ahead and get away too. Shout out to <laughs> yeah, so you know, saved enough lives that yeah, night. I had that clean and slim moment. Remember when that cop opened the garage? And I was like, No, legit. Because <laughs> the girl was just standing in there and the alarm was going off. And me and, and Asante were like, Do we help her out? Did she rob it? Right. And I did. She was kind of standing there, like acting real slow. I think she so. was a little calm. That's why I was like, right, Did she what, rob it? It was like, She's standing there. So it's kind of like, Did she know that this was going to happen? She's like, Damn, I factored in this risk. Now I have to wait. Or like, whatever she was Well, doing. we let know. her out. We did. Jesus would have been my portion that day because I was like, 30% or you staying indoors, bitch. And that's on period. Like, so. And that's on period. Not man. 30% to a bank robber. <laughs> Look, Cleo. Well, from said it all. <laughs> I need thirty percent, or else you staying inside. Okay, uh, look, how, how much did you get out? You staying clear of the closing doors, bitch. <laughs> Fucking with me. Uh, imagine. Okay. Show me the money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are we oh my on God. today? Oh my god. <laughs> 
Well, back to the task at hand here. Um, please check out and support this DJ, Josh J. Um, you can find him online at joshj.com. That's J-A-S-H-J-A-Y.com. Or you can find him on all of his social media. It's at the Josh J, which is at T-H-E-J-A-S-H-J-A-Y. So Josh J uh, put out episode one. It's, uh, I want to say it's an hour and a half, maybe two hours of him just playing music and oh, talking dope. a little shit in between. So please go support him, stream it, tell him the friends don't send you. And if you ever see him out and about the club, don't request a song, but support the DJ. Right. I hear that. Hey, please. He's a DJ you don't have to have make requests to. Right. right. Good. He's a DJ that he knows what he's doing. You might, yeah. have, you might have missed your song, but he Ooh, knows what to so do. That must be so annoying. Like, like, yeah, he didn't play it. He played it already. Shout out to Josh J. Yeah. My nigga Josh J. Shout out to Josh J. I just had to do that. I saw him come across my timeline, a comma, a comma, coming across my timeline with that. And come I just come thought, come on, come on, come on, Red, gold, and green. Red, gold, and green. So, yeah, um, I really just want to talk about Josh Jack for the Music Man segment. I just, had, I just had to make sure I shouted him out. I was listening to it, and the mix was good, which I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't surprised by that. Like we should I, just shout out DJs. Shout yeah, out to on. DJ Corn Breezes from for, LA. For real. Y'all come remember on. when I played, uh, I showed y'all the video of him dancing while he was DJing. It was at like a rooftop party last yes, year. You remember? Yes, yes, yes. Because I love like it when DJs jamming. dance. Corn and I remember you showing us yep, that. Yep. And I posted him. I was like, can somebody tell me who this DJ is? And the internet did not play. Yeah, they they were like, that's didn't. Corn Breezes from LA. And then he hit me like, thank you so much for posting the video. Because it was my friend was at the rooftop party and she was filming him on her IG stories and I told her send me that I need to know who he is because wow. I actually want to go to one of his parties when we're in LA Just like, off that energy. yeah mm-hmm. he's hella dope you can actually look up his uh, mixtapes on SoundCloud as well Corn Breezes B-R-E-E-Z-U-S. So the music man segment is just yeah, shouting out, out DJs this week. Shout out, shout out, to, the, shout out to the DJ. Well, you grab your phone and look. Mr. I'll, DJ. I'll quickly say um, shout out to DJ Naina Drake. Uh, she's somebody I met during Essence Festival last year. She was doing the DJ set for the, the Read Live. Oh, um, dope. She's just a really, really dope woman. She's on the West Coast, L.A., doing her thing. She's like a DJ uh, personality. What's her uh, name? Uh, Naina Drake. So Naina. it's N-I-E-N-A Drake. Dope. So yeah, shout out to her. She's just a really, really dope spirit, and she's a dope DJ. Like music was spinning, and she was jamming too. And it was really, really funny watching her shake her ponytail and her hoops while she was going. So you know, she was really going <laughs> I to love work. That. I right? love when they just like bug when out. the DJ dances. You never forget them. So uh, one of my really good friends, shout out to Frank Watson. Uh, yeah, Frank shout Watson out to Frank. Events. Fine ass Frank. Shout out to my friend Frank. Come on, Frank. Frank, but Frank I mean, has a is. DJ. <laughs> Frank, they own you, dog. <laughs> Uh, I can hear him now. Thank you. <laughs> so he knows it too. Every time I see him, be like, "Hi, <laughs> how are you? That's good. That's really good." So Frank throws these amazing <laughs> parties, right? And he yes. had this DJ named DJ Dave Tom. That's his Instagram account. DJ D A V E T H O M M. That's his mm. name. And what got my attention was the way he was dancing behind that DJ booth and the way he had that shit lit. Always. This was years ago, and I told Frank this probably about two years ago and I told Frank like that's it like you need to keep him in the rotation Mm -hmm. he is literally like electrifying in the the DJ booth plays all the right shit and y'all know I'm a very very picky listener Mm -hmm. so I and when it comes to DJs I feel like 
you just got one job and you literally could be playing any song in the world. So when they play ordinary things or things that we hear all the time or top 40, I just don't understand why sometimes. Um, and so this is a DJ who experiments in the right ways, mixes songs you never thought about mixing before. I love that. <clears throat> I love when Definitely they Definitely just and, and, and shakes and dances <laughs> the entire time he's DJing. So shout out to him. Um, I love a good transition. Shout okay. out to DJ Queen of Spades, Christina. DJ yes. Queen of Spades. QOS out here. Who we love dearly. You can find her on Instagram at DJ Queen of Spades. Mm-hmm. She's a local New York DJ here. Um, also, shout out to DJ Mo Money. He's another DJ who is incredible that I discovered through my friend Frank Watson. Also, shout out to my girl DJ Poison Ivy. You can find her Instagram at DJ Poison, Poison Ivy. Ivy. She's an AKA. And she's a dope-ass um, female DJ who is killing shit in New York. And she's super, super nice. So shout out to her. And also, I love a DJ, uh, Brian, shout right? out shout out to DJ Miss Milan. You feel me? Miss motherfucking yes. Milan. Superstar you know, DJ Miss Milan. I thought she was on 97. What? Yes. She, where she belongs. Day. Doing the thing. She that's deserves it. Because she should have her own radio show yes. for sure. So it looks like that's what it's creeping towards. We got to put all that energy towards yes. that. And I saw that they had her up there. She was doing like their morning mix or something like that. So, Love and she's also, it. um, a Saweetie's yeah, tour, tour DJ, DJ, tour yeah. DJ yeah. which is insane because they've been all over the world the past year. So that's been incredible for her. Yes. Super incredible. And she deserves that visibility. Um, shout out to my boy DJ Tone from Detroit. Um, you can look him up, DJ T-O-N-E Detroit on Instagram. Incredible DJ who has taken his talents. I, when I first started hanging out in quote unquote the clubs in Detroit and shit <laughs> I remember him DJing and he's another dancer in the DJ booth and to see him now like when I'm in like the on the west coast in Vegas or in LA I'll see Tone DJing and it's just like it blows my mind cause he's literally all over the place now yeah. so shout out to DJ Tone I love a DJ y'all yes this is cute do you remember earlier DJs or anybody like just randomly from back in the mm-hmm. day um shout out to you gotta do it like that, but if you want to, shout out like, to DJ Clue. <laughs> actually, DJ D Nice, D Nice, the, oh, the rapper yeah. DJ. I went to Emil Wilbekin's 50th birthday party. And this D-Nice was D Nice been around what a few years ago, and I this was the first party that I had ever been to where he DJed. I was bl- when I say everything from the Weather Girls to motherfucking Tupac to. New shit, like it was just, it was incredible. I was blown away. So seeing DJ Nights do his thing, mm-hmm. DJ D Nights rather do his thing was like dope. That's dope. Uh, super random. Mm-hmm. When we had our show at Sony Hall last week, um, or was it the week before last? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had, you know, how in the cases they had like the um, CD players and all those. Um, I don't know if you saw the case. Did you see the case on the way out? And on the way in, when you come down those stairs, there was like a glass case, and it had all of like Sony's like old products. So like there were like CD players through the years, tape mm-hmm. players, yeah, I see that. and uh, boom boxes. Yeah, it was like a little mini like museum type display. It was really cool. That's so oh, cute. and so you're coming down the steps, and yeah. then when it comes around, the yeah, thing, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking. About. So on that wall, there's a mini disc player, and I had a mini disc player when I was in like middle or high school. I think I was in middle school. Um, Anyway, I say this to say it was crazy seeing that mini disc player on that wall at Sony Hall in New York because on my mini disc player, I used to listen to like all sorts of random music. But there was a DJ. um, I don't know if he was out of New York, but he was making mixes in New York at the time. And I was too damn young to even really be getting into all of this. But, you know, Google was still there. Or Ash Jeeves, whatever the fuck it was. But um, the DJ's name was Junior Vasquez. So shout out to Junior Junior Vasquez. Vasquez. Iconic. Like... 
legendary, like just it was just crazy looking at this many of this player thinking about like Junior Vasquez in New York and how we had our show there. It was just so many different random moments. So had to shout out that DJ because full circle. Come on, yeah, sister circle. Okay, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, DJs just make the world go round. I love it. And in fact, I'm going to throw my hat in the race, too. You I'm going to DJ? Mm-hmm. You want to go I'm together? I'm going to do, like, limited engagements. Are you sick? What's your DJ series. name? You just have to wait and see, baby. Oh, that's <laughs> But yeah, cute. I'm going to do that, though. Limited nice. engagements because I want to create, uh, you know, I'm a vibe, energy for sure. type person. And you are a jukebox, it. so I feel like you Thank have you. a lot to Thank pull out from. Thank you for being from. a friend. Okay. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, DJ... Um, Oh my God, Coco and Breezy. Oh, Coco and fucking Legendary Breezy. The homies, man. And the they curators can, of cool. And not only are they dope ass DJs, but they come dressed. Like, right. They're like models. Yes, DJs. for real, right. for real. And dancing. They'll give you a performance too. They DJed at a Fendi event during Fashion Week that just passed, and mm-hmm. they were draped like head to toe of Fendi, course. everything. They're like, so fly. So stylish. I love. Shout out to what's up, Coco and Breezy. <laughs> oh, cool. There we go. So, yeah, I just wanted to have a little music moment on that. That's All right. Um, I guess we could just move on to listens lately, and you can tell me what you've been listening to lately. Now, like friend, so I know you've been stuff. podcasting, so I don't know if you just got some more. Uh, oh, and you know what? We got a ton of emails in, and I guess, you know, that was for one of them uh, wrap-ups over oh, really? the past couple of weeks. But, you know, we had a budget Nisa last week. Um, but a lot of people were just sending in their podcast recommendations. Oh, you got to put listening. me on. Yeah, so. I'm going to go down Some of them was bullshit. Because <laughs> I had looked up a couple of the recommendations. I was like, no, I know you ain't going to play in my face like this. Okay? One of them was about, like, I ain't even going to tell y'all, but just something like, yeah. I was no. like, y'all, if y'all going, if you're going to pass it along, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. No, Dustin. Well, I think we was getting trolled, actually. Well, maybe. The, the shit it was about, I was like, come on. <laughs> Wait, you got to show me. I will. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been a little scattered <laughs> with my music, but, um, you know how I always talk about how when you're listening to something and then Spotify just starts playing random mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. So it started playing this rapper. I think his name is Grip. I don't, well, hold on. Let me see if that's his name. Grip. Grip. I think his name is Grip and the, the song is called He Is I Am. The project is called Snub Nose. You know, when you can't tell, I'm like, is his name Snub Nose? Is right. it Grip? <laughs> but I think his name is Grip. And so the song starts a certain way and then it flips. And it's oh, that I flip like that. where I was like, oh, I literally looked you. at the computer like, you. what? So I'm going to play right where it flips so y'all can feel me. This is Grip. He is. I am. I was watching Goof Troops eating Fruit Loops. You spray at your target but the strays. Ricochet this drunken kid that used to shoot hoops. And as a kid myself that was hard to digest. Like will I die next? Casualties of war I guess. Sorry I digress. You protected me from the corner in the early mornings at mom and pop's corner spots. Niggas thought shit was sweet till I let off the morning shots. Had a gold chain and wore a watch. Maybe they ain't even tell the time no more. But it was shining though. I kept you in my lining. Or underneath my seat when I was driving. Or under pillows on them nights I found a down and sliding. Cause shit I figured. You never know if that bitch got a nigga. Or an ex that got the extra key from when he stayed with her. My snub nose a rebel, you hear that bitch echo from ghetto to ghetto to ghetto. 
So that's grip. Ain't that dope? Fucking with that. that. It was just different. I think because so much shit sounds alike, it was just felt nice to hear a different kind of beat, <laughs> different kind of flow. Um, so that's grip. Different he is I am with a different kind of flow. Yeah. Come on, come on, for bars. <laughs> um, and then lastly, so the Queen and Slim soundtrack. When we were watching the movie, all of us were like in love with all the songs that were playing. But I didn't really sit with the soundtrack. Um, and then Lauren Hill's Garden the Gate. Come on with it. Come on with it. Why hasn't it made everybody, a splash? Everybody wants to know. Oh, that's my shit. Don't give I'm me stuff. Why hasn't it made a splash? Okay. Don't you I wish don't you had love? <laughs> right? Okay. Somebody was blasting it in the hood the other day. It was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know that was on um, Unplugged. That's a remake. What? Yeah, Stop that was on it. Lauryn Hill Unplugged. Really? Look it up. That's a remake. Wait, what? Wow. Yeah. How did I not catch that? Because right. I love that project. But it's called Garden the Gates, and it's by Miss Lauryn Hill. Okay, you better say it or she's going to show up late. <laughs> From that part, how mm-hmm. did I not know it was, this song? It was the um credits. No, oh. it was the credits. But what what friend is talking oh, you about? Talking about well, unplugged. Unplugged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed that too. Look it up. That's a remake that from her Unplugged project. Yes. Wow. Guarding the gates. Well, Lauren, listen. When we were walking out of that premiere, out of that screening rather, and it was playing, I stopped dead in my tracks. I looked right? at my bra. I was like, "Nigga, that's Lauren Hill." We mm-hmm. stopped. We was like, "What?" That's a new. We were like, that's a new Lauryn Hill song. It was Sean Ross is the one who told me that it's a remake. Yes. Yo, that track. I mean, I know people feel how they feel about Lauryn, but come on. (laughs) She is so dope, man. That track. And I'm making up for last week when I didn't have any. And then last, (laughs) (laughs) this is more of a beat that I was like, ooh, give me a beat. Um, it's called hold on, Geo Theory. And it's called Interstellar Love. Thank you. 
so that's more just a dope ass feel. I was like, what is this? So shout out to Spotify. Y'all get me. That's it. Those are my three. Spotify on the spot. Right? All right, Dustin Ross, what you been listening to? Well, I'm with everything and I'm with all the shits, but this week I've been in my freestyle bag and also um, in my unreleased uh, gym bag. And not gym as in G-Y-M, gym as in G-E-M. Cash Doll has a song called Love Song that's way back from when her Keisha versus Cash Doll project came out. And um, I tweeted about it the other day uh, just because it's just one of those special songs. You know how you like an artist and they have those songs in their catalog that were released and, you know, maybe not really like lead, lead singles, but there was a video treatment done and it was just special to you. So this is one of those songs. It's by Cash Doll. It's called Love Song. How it feel to know the baddest chick in the game Got a thing for you, thinking about changing my name Getting the ring from you, wanna give you all that I have All that you desire, I support you in your dreams Let me help you go higher, and that's the least I can do For all the love you give, you made everything about us Ain't no hers or no his, and that was built on trust We don't break or don't be trapped inside a love song I don't ever want it I know you the one, baby I know you the one Never felt the love so strong. Damn, I know you the one, boy. You got me. You got me feeling so strong. Got me strong off that screw, boy. You got me. Yeah. And I know that you never do me wrong. You got me feeling just like. Well, yeah, so that's one unreleased song. She looks so good in that visual. So beautiful. And that's such an old clip. It's so, 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 so old. Um, so shout out to her and I've just been listening to like you know just a little bit of this and a little bit of that um, mm-hmm. the only other thing that I will go ahead and say because I wasn't going to play it but I just feel like I can't get away from playing it because play it. Man, I've just been listening to it on repeat like it was a single and it's actually a freestyle that um, Megan Thee Stallion just released that I just felt yes. personally like connected to it's just brilliant so here we go <laughs> She said, I'm a dom. I've been on top. <laughs> the right. bars was flying right. in, that, in that little Crazy. freestyle song. Right. Just been on my little unreleased sort of freestyle-esque vibe and shit. That's it. I'm here for it. And Miguel, Dustin's still waiting for you. Still waiting for Kiss It Better. As a fan, let me tell you something. Uh-oh. We've done all these justice for glitter hashtags and justice for this and justice for that. It's time for Miguel to pay what he owes. <laughs> pay up. The thing about it is he already committed to giving us a cover of Kiss It Better. He even teased some cover art and all this shit, and we never got it. Rihanna cool. I know she ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? So let's put it out. Even if you just sit in the studio and sing on IG Live and do a cappella cover, we'll take that, Miguel. Just give us the Kiss It Better cover we deserve or else we're pulling your bangs when we see you. That's it. <laughs> wow. 
Well, um, in the spirit of that, I think that we should continue to hold celebrities and artists accountable. And again, in the spirit of that, Tanache still waiting on the cash race video. I will not forget. Um, she just released another video and I was just like, oh, this is a cute. I still want the cash race video. <laughs> uh, so I have to just say, I still want that cash race video. Love that song. Love that song. You were talking about the uh, beats flipping on the other song, the way that she's had the I beats flipping on songs for you. It's just been, you know, really, really uh, progressive and just on this point. Right here, keep um, so I want to give a quick shout out to Suicide Boys. I don't know when I became a fan of Let's them. Let's please send them some love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send them as much. Wrap your arms, y'all. Send them as much as you can. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> group hug. <laughs> I mean, maybe. They are some. I mean, that's a heavy name. I mean, the the name. and you. I, I mean, you don't want to know what they look like either. That's what I'm just like. Let I me can't. see. They shaved their eyebrows I don't think off. I, I, I don't have no photo. Um, I'll Google but, uh, <laughs> Well, it's Suicide Boys and both S's are dollar signs. Send them they hotline. But um, not both S's are dollar signs. Yeah, they have really crazy so, names. Why are we living in? I really <laughs> wish you wouldn't Google this while I was doing this right now. It's fine. I wasn't gonna play none of their music. I was just gonna say the Suicide Boys dropped another album. It's called Stop Staring at the Shadows, hip hop rap album. <laughs> They're <laughs> okay. Fran just googled the picture, and her hand is currently covering her mouth. Um. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See between between this, Asante, do we need to talk? That's all I need to know because I'm here for you, my nigga. Suicide Boys, they make uh, alternative like hip hop. Um, I mean, I guess for by the would name, would they be you could... on the chilled cow? <laughs> they would not. They look like that melting emoji, they y'all. Would, when would... that lady is like melting. <laughs> They would That's be. They, they like. would be on the killed cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what they would be on. But anyway, I randomly listened to one of their uh, songs. <laughs> I randomly listened to one of their songs. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of not what I expected. And then I listened to a couple other ones. And I was like, there's some things here. He was like, these so, thriller zombies can sing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> a lot of these rap artists they coming out here looking dead too. So I was like, I guess you know, since Damn, dance the craze, let I me just don't feel too good this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be queasy. <laughs> trying to be easy, not queasy. I need, I need a little more uplifting. For real, because the suicide. Well, bo- well, at least they was up front. We said radical transparency. Right. Yeah, it's on theme. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, something more positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vice World. Uh, I don't know where or why I heard the song, but Vice World has a song called S Class. And uh, that's what I want to play a snippet of because it's something a little bit more. Upbeat. That's what I want to ride in. <laughs> I mean, well, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was funny that this came up after I was watching a bunch of uh, concept cars on YouTube. So I didn't know if that was like Alexa, just not minding her business or what. Of course. But anyway, um, Vice World, S Class, this is the song. There's no need to talk about it. I be silent, yeah, them digits keep them dialing, yeah Picture perfect fitted, know you see the boy like Cardi, yeah Ooh, baby, what you mean? I can tell you anything Then I'm Lennon's corduroy, won't see the shit in magazines She's a nasty bitch, classy bitch She tryna get some cash and shit, fast and shit So let me use your Addy, bitch, for bags and shit So we can get it going and going and going So yeah, I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> 
Go ahead and go ahead and go. So yeah, I just want to shout out um, a couple of different things that I've been going on. Um, my vibe has been all over the place. It was raining today. Same. So I was listening <laughs> to some old ass. Um, I forgot what I was listening to earlier, but I was listening to some old music earlier. I was like, what am I going to talk about tonight? But I remember that I was jamming and jigging before that to S class. So had to shout them out too. So yeah, that's it for the Music Man segment. Now we can parlay on over to TV land. Dustin Ross, what the fuck you been watching? Real quick, Nene Leaks didn't take accountability for anything and sit down <laughs> with Cynthia at the wine cellar the other day, and I'm sick of it. This is a repeat of season seven all over again, season six all over again, and it doesn't feel good as a fan to watch that. I love both of y'all. I want to watch y'all be friends. I love Cynthia more, but I enjoy you two on television, and I like seeing y'all be in good spaces with each other, and you can't bring your ass into the shop pull that ponytail all the way behind your ears and then sit there and not take accountability for anything that you've done or said in this relationship. Mm. You acted as if the problems began with Cynthia doing an interview in the press or as you like to continuously say, seven interviews in the press, when all that was was a response to your visible standoff disposition that you had at the season 11 reunion because you were mad that Kenya was at that party. We still have not gotten the answer to the question of why you were so bothered that Kenya was at in attendance at Cynthia Seagram's launch last week, last year. The drama has spilled over into this season and you got the gall, the audacity, and the veneers to be sitting there <laughs> acting as if you didn't have a hand in any of this when you caused mm. all of it. I want to an answer. I want to know what you have against Kenya. And the story didn't start with these interviews in the press where Cynthia said you were a quote-unquote toxic friend. And as much as you've been cussed motherfuckers out for 12 years in a row on the Housewives of Atlanta, I'm not buying this storyline that you are so hurt by Cynthia saying you was a toxic friend. You were a goddamn toxic friend. And we saw you being on television for years. Now, when you weren't toxic, you were great to see you guys together. And that's why that's what the fans want. So mm-hmm. since you like being the fan favorite and the OG self self titled OG, okay, as you like to call yourself, then why don't you act like that and give the fans what they want, which is to see you and Cynthia on good terms because nobody want to watch y'all fight. And honestly, after all these years, you still letting Cynthia eat you up alive like this is always a surprise, always a sleeper hit, always a knockout every time y'all get in that stage of being in confrontation verbally. You think Cynthia is weak, like you like to say. And another thing we tie to this lie. You can't go around saying Cynthia is weak and desperate and all these things and in the very next breath saying, she's got another side. She's nasty and mean and y'all don't know it. And then when Cynthia asked you what the other side was, you didn't even have an answer. So the jig is up. We need you to go Mm. back to keeping it real with Nene, which is what we liked in the first place, and just get back to your authentic self on this television because we are sick and tired of the bullshit. And apparently Bravo is too. Mm. That's it for this week's television segment, you guys. And it looks like that's the, the end of this round. episode. <laughs> okay. As always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.